Welcome to another episode of the Politipop Podcast, the podcast where we read between the lines of our favorite pop culture media and discuss the social and political themes within. I am your only host, Mike Booch, a.k.a. the Soy Boy Pseudo-Intellectual. And this week, we're switching it up a little bit. We are doing our very first, hopefully last, (laughs) but very first uh, fireside chat with Mike Booch. That's right, folks. And uh, it's it's pretty one-sided because uh, I didn't like tell anyone in advance or get a Q&A scheduled. So this is just me talking about a, a few random things that I wanted to address in lieu of an actual episode. So the first thing I want to talk about is why we're not having an actual episode. I know a lot of you, all all 14 of you, were so excited to listen to our, our uh, deep dive into The Dark Knight Rises, in which I would undoubtedly defend the villain again, because that's the path I'm on, apparently. Uh, well, what happened is uh, we had a scheduling conflict. I, myself, have actually returned back to work, like uh, like some of you folk out there. And, um, you know, that in addition to the fact that we have a new addition to the family, uh, we, we have a dog. Uh, she is a lovely, lovely rescue who we've named Charlie with just an I at the end. She is a lot of work. Um, she is pretty much in a dog body, but doesn't know it yet. She still has a lot of puppy tendencies, and it's adorable. She's like a baby deer, the way that she moves around in her, her body that she doesn't know what to do with. Um, but, uh, but yeah, she, she is very much a puppy, and uh, because of that, and also a rescue, so there's a lot of work to be done. So between that and going back to work, and uh, Ty being someone who actually has been working like a productive member of society this whole time, uh, you know, having his work schedule, we just weren't able to to make it work. Uh, but we wanted to give you some sort of episode anyway. So with Ty's permission, I am presenting to you just me talking, Mike Booch, in my very first fireside chat, or as it may come to be known in, in years from now, uh, Mike Booch's manifesto. So <laughs> here we go. I told you about why we didn't actually have like a full-on episode this week. Um, I, I but I did want to address last week's episode, The Dark Knight. Uh, <laughs> I, I got some I got some criticism uh, from a friend about my defense of of Heath Ledger's Joker in The Dark Knight, and uh, I also got it during the episode. Ty was like, "Well, I you know I disagree with your take that you know that Joker's trying to build something up in in place like you know I don't think Joker's a leftist. He's not trying to help people. Blah blah blah. Like yeah, like I I get that obviously. Like I'm still watching the same movie that everybody else is watching. Uh, the 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 same movie I have watched many times before. I'm aware that." The Joker is a murderer and a villain, and that those, you know, those are bad things to do, being villainous and murdering people. But what I am saying is that he had a a really great way of exposing the hypocritical nature of of the, the systems that are at work in Gotham and he was able to manipulate everyone along the way and and he was able to prove that when people were left to their own devices he said that they would eat each other uh which in a lot of ways uh he was right you know he he the the cops were willing to turn on each other to you know turn on all their all of their rules and and values on a whim as soon as things got bad and they were you know they turned to batman and uh 
you know, and they also were able to be controlled by the mob uh, because of their various financial issues. You know, so 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 he was right, and you know that's that's something that I've that I've just seen in in real life. You know, when we see all of our politicians uh, who who were pledging allegiance to one particular icon and then turning on that icon to save their own tails, and you know, there's all these people being played against each other, and you know, it just it just goes to show that yeah, like when the chips are down, these so-called civilized people, you know, they'll 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 turn on each other. Uh, but also at the end of the movie, that with the ferry experiment, all those people were willing to show the Joker that maybe we're not so selfish, maybe we're not so cruel, and and I like to believe that personally. I you know I, I would I would prefer I would prefer it the idea that people are naturally selfless. When you think about it, they are. Our very evolution depended upon our ability to trust. And our ability to come together and share resources with one another and 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 communicate and cooperate. That's why we became a civilization. So so yes, like at, at our core, you know, I do think unfortunately once capitalism came into play and people started uh deciding, you know, they 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 decided that private property was a thing and you know, apparently you can own a plot of land despite the fact that you're never going to live to see the end of that land like you know people became more obsessed with with hoarding resources and controlling it uh, as a, uh, and controlling them as opposed to just sharing them with each other and being able to truly prosper that way uh so you know i'm i'm not saying the joker is like this leftist who's trying to help people no he 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 you know he says introduce a little anarchy you know he is all about anarchy about there not being a system, and it doesn't even seem like he's interested in the people governing themselves. He's interested in just people doing whatever they want at any time and proving him right. You know, where I think he's trying to expose the corruption of the system and, you know, hopefully tear it down. I don't think he has any aspirations about building anything up in its place. So so maybe maybe I should have said that. Uh, we haven't really talked uh, about politics broadly recently, you know, as we've been going into uh, various themes and, uh, you know, different different works. Oh, speaking of which, I do want to say that also this isn't really Bat Month, it turns out. So we don't have to give a Batman episode this week anyway. So that's a relief. But I did want to talk uh, real quickly about I don't know, just politics in general, I guess, and how, I don't know, I wish I weren't proven right time and again, but I, I am, you know, that we really shouldn't be putting our faith in people, like, as as symbols. We should really be putting our faith in ideals, and, you know, if we're moved by those, you know, if we're moved by doing the right thing regardless of who's at the helm. I, you know, I don't, I don't think we can go wrong that way. And, you know, we, we kind of stopped talking about the president once Biden became it <laughs> or him. Um, you know, I don't think that's on purpose. You know, I think, uh, he has continued to be just as terrible as we thought he would be. You know, he's already been bombing other countries, setting up new uh, facilities to keep kids in. <laughs> not really stepping up 
to do anything about Israel's continued occupation of Palestine. You know, I guess it, it just sucks that, like, the system is the way it is, that, like, you do have some good people in there. Like, you know, we were talking, you know, we talk about the squad now and again and AOC specifically and how, like, you know, she ran on this so-called progressive platform and then, you know, it seems that she didn't change the Democratic Party, it changed her. You know, she still stepped up and, you know, spoke truth to power about what was going on with Palestine, along with uh, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib. <sighs> but I don't know. So I guess things just feel kind of hopeless for me sometimes when I when I when I think about the power structure, because like. You know, we want to inject new blood into our government and hope that the system works and hope that we can vote in the right people. But like they're constantly trying to to stop progress. And like when you really think about it, when you think about the history of it all, this is a structure that is based on settler colonialism. And no matter what we we build over it, like that's what it's going to be. It's always going to be based off of colonizers, racists, the worst of the worst. And, you know, we believe in this image of our country because they're the ones who built it for us. Like, like, <laughs> but they built the image of it. Sorry. The actual country itself was built by people of color who were uh, enslaved and, and forced to build it. And then, of course, uh, people of every color who were part of the working class. But it's just difficult to try and grow something beautiful when the soil is is so tainted. Like, we still operate on slave labor as a country. We do. It's just morphed itself into the prison industrial complex. We still have no choice but to elect the worst people into the positions of power because, you know, they, 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 anyone who has a shot, they, they steal, they steal it from. You know, it's wild. I heard that Trump is being deplatformed again and again now, <laughs> not just on Twitter, but like his blogs and everything are being shut down. And, you know, while I think it's funny, I also think it's kind of scary because like they just saw the the sway that this man had with so many people. And yes, his message was straight fucking garbage. But also, what if somebody had a good message to send? Can they be deplatformed the same way? I don't know, like, I'd, I'd like to think that, you know, Trump's message, it, it, his message is so stupid that there's no way it could, it could have a chance again, but, you know, apparently he's that dangerous. But also, his message is very American, and I think that he just exposed so much that, the, you know, we might have we been close to some sort of uprising, and that, and they had to squash it, you know, they they those people i sound like such a conspiracy theorist <sighs> but yeah uh, biden sucks a lot of our politicians suck all of them suck everyone's just trying to save their own asses just a bucket of crabs you know trying to climb on top of each other pull the others down on the way to the top I was thinking recently about work, you know, as I've gone back to do it. And, you know, while my job is pretty fulfilling, I'm going to be honest with you, um, you know, not working 
much for the past year. I've been doing like, you know, odd jobs and gigs here and there, but, you know, just pretty much collecting unemployment and being bored. Like it's, it really fucked me up mentally. I think it's because, you know, I've been working since I was 12 years old and I never really had a moment to settle down. And when I finally did for this past year, there's a lot of unresolved issues that came uh, to the surface and, you know, I'm, I'm working through them right now and it feels great. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in therapy. I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the podcast, but I did have like a, an emotional breakdown of some sort not too long ago. And, uh, oh, I never really addressed it either. I, I mentioned it shortly after why, uh, former guest, uh, and poet laureate Frankie Soto is, uh, excommunicated excommunicado, as they would say in John Wick or any other language. Uh, but yeah, he was kind of a part of that breakdown. Like he wasn't the cause of it, but when he was told about it and it inconvenienced him and his plans, he, uh, took everything that he preached about like, you know, not being a toxic male and, you know, respecting others' feelings and, and boundaries and stuff like that, and he dropped it all and immediately made my issues about him. So, in case any of you are wondering why he'll never be on another episode or ever be promoted by the podcast again, that is why. But anyway, as I've been uh, cursed with these idle hands and not really uh, doing much work up until recently, I realized that, like, I would love to work. Like, I think... I think people in our nature, you know, it's in our nature to work. I just think the issue is that we are all made to do such meaningless jobs to generate capital for the upper class. You know, none of us are like building or growing anything. Some of us are, sure. But a lot of us are just being sent to jobs to sell things, to make money and sell a product and make capital. But, you know, these things are useless overall. You know, how far through the galaxy could we be right now if if we focused on what was important? If everyone just took care of each other and we had a communal, we had shelter, we had our needs met, we had food, like we had all of our basic needs met. We didn't have to struggle to survive paycheck to paycheck. How 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 far through the cosmos would we be? We're on a spaceship right now, right? It's Earth. Well, like, what if hypothetically, I'm going kind of Joe Rogan here, but I feel like I'm better. Um, like, what if, you know, this, this planet is, is an actual spaceship, but we're destroying it and it's not healthy enough to actually take us where we need to go. So we're just going around in circles around this star until it explodes or implodes. I don't, I don't know what it's going to do at the end of its life cycle, but yeah, I think that. I think that we do want to work. You know, I just think that it, it would be nice if we had our our basic needs met and could enjoy being people and being human along the way and interacting with each other and being, like, emotionally intelligent. You know, what a what a better world it would be if we, like, knew how to actually navigate our emotions. I feel like that's why I'm okay with sharing all of my political views and being like, I'm all about communism and stuff like that. Because like, I don't know, everything that I believe in, it comes from a place of compassion. It comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of wanting to, to provide for, for everybody and for all of us to thrive just because, you know, we can 
Like, we can. Like, as humans in general, like, we have all of the resources. We have unlocked so many amazing wonders in this earth. We have Wi-Fi, for Christ's sakes. It's 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 Wi-Fi and solar power. I think those are both the uh, the amazing things. But I don't know. It's beautiful, and like we 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 could provide for everybody. But you know, this imaginary thing called money is is you know what is keeping every everyone from progressing. You know, uh, you know. I know before I was talking about like just you know feeling hopeless. I want to talk about that a bit more now, and not like hopeless personally. My personal life is actually really great, and a lot of my personal relationships are thriving, and that that feels fantastic. But like I was thinking about you know COVID nineteen. All of you have been out there working, wearing masks all the time, and I'm only wearing a mask when I you know go grocery shopping and stuff. But uh, but now I have to wear a mask all day while I work, and I just feel, like, so disappointed. Like, I know the government isn't great or, or competent, but, like, what a disappointing thing that we could have had this whole fucking virus taken care of in a couple months if they just took care of everybody and said, stay home, you don't have to worry about basic survival right now. Obviously, the reason they didn't is because people would then realize, oh, shit, they can take care of us, A, and B, I'm getting underpaid at work. You know, maybe I'm on unemployment or something. You know, and C, wow, maybe uh, maybe the system doesn't work as well as I thought it did. You know, I think that that's a big issue too, is if people are working, like, you know, you know, they're so busy all the time, they don't really have time to analyze the, you know, the world that they're in. They're just worrying about survival. You know, you're like a little ant. You're not worrying about the ant farm because you're too busy, like, you know, bringing sugar to the queen? Is that what ants do? You know, but not realizing that you're in, you know, in between two plates of glass. I think that tracks. I don't know. I'm not really going to listen back to this when I edit it, so. You know, enjoy this. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it sucks. Like, you know, obviously I'm pro-mask. Like, I just wish that we didn't have to wear them. You know, I wish that the CDC would get their shit together too. You know, if they had just, I don't know why they said you can not wear a mask if you're fully vaccinated because all the people in the first place who were trying not to wear masks, now they just had the excuse. And as soon as you ask if they're vaccinated, oh, it's my freedoms. My freedoms are in danger. Like, man, you have no fucking freedoms. Like, literally, you have to just pay to live and you have to work in order to pay for, for, for your life. Like, you're not free to do anything. You know, but when it comes to communal health, public health, now all of a sudden, you know, your 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 rights are your so called rights are being violated. I don't know, I like I, I do love individualism. I do believe each one of us is beautiful and special, but also like you have to think about other people. Like, you know, this whole idea that like, you know, you're the only one who matters is just Ugh. Mistaken, to say the least. You know, but it's just more fulfilling. Imagine not feeling alone. (laughs) You know, like... Just imagine... You know, living in a world where, where we all... Are provided for and can speak with each other and to one another. And like... 
you know, I know you're thinking like, oh, well, there's some people out there who are criminals and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, a lot of crime is motivated by desperation. The other crime is motivated by mental illness. You know, some people legitimately are, you know, fucking monsters, I guess. But you have to think about the circumstances that create those monsters. You know, in a world where everyone is 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 safe and cared for, you know, I think that that chance drastically drops. I don't know. I'm talking about this hypothetical world. I don't really have a way to bring it about, but I don't know. It'd be nice. If any of you listeners out there have like a significant sum of money saved up and want to buy a plot of land with me, we could start talking about like, you know, you know, making some sort of commune and, you know, we farm our own food so we can provide for ourselves and we're self-sufficient and everybody has a job that is tending to the community, you know, but we all get to eat. We all get to sleep under a roof. Maybe there's an Xbox or two. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Um, It's just kind of disappointing that, like, there's going to be a whole generation of people who are used to wearing masks all the time. And it sounds kind of weird when I say, like, it sounds like I am an anti-masker. But, like, and I know that there are other countries in which people wear masks regularly when they, you know, are symptomatic and they're in public around other people, which is just considerate. But, like, you know, I think, once again... The virus didn't have to get as bad as it did, but it did because of ignorance and politicization. Politicization? Because it was politicized. And, uh, oh, last thing I wanted to talk about, I guess, according to my notes, is, uh, you know, I mentioned Joe Rogan before. Apparently he said, like, you know, with the way cancel culture is, like, you know, you know, no straight white man's ever going to be able to speak again. And, like, okay. I'm for it. That's 100% fine. If for one year we didn't have to heed the words of a straight white man, like, you know, they could talk, but like we didn't have to take it seriously at all, the world would improve immensely, I feel. Immensely. You know, even even a gay white man. You know, I know that still puts Pete Buttigieg in there, ugh, but like, you know, if we just had... POC all the time being able to being able to have a platform for their opinions and it doesn't have to be you know an extremist view then I think uh I don't know maybe 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 we'd be doing a lot better who knows I'm just saying historically white men have caused most of the world's problems okay the Spaniards you know, with, with Columbus and stuff. You know, those British people who came over to the North American continent and murdered and manipulated so many indigenous people. You know, I'll share this. It's actually a pretty extremist view. Oh, I, I think it is. I think it, sound, it sounds really rough when I say it. But, like, I'll try to say it as gently as I can. Like, there are so many parts of the world where the course of history has been completely changed due to European, uh, you know, settler, settler colonialism. I know that, like, they're not the only people who have waged wars and raped and pillaged, but, like, where are a lot of the superpowers in the world right now is all I'm saying. Um, and it's just wild knowing, like, what potential there was. And I know, like, nobody's perfect. I know there were indigenous peoples who, you know, also had their own forms of currency and also went to war with each other and stuff. Like, I'm aware of that. 
you know, but I just I just think that seeing the earth as a resource instead of a commodity uh, was just is just such a superior philosophy. And, you know, that I just think that would help everybody. And, you know, once, you know, we had religious extremists, you know, preaching, uh, you know, their their radical Christianity uh, and, and creating the United States and. You know, once again, religious extremists, you know, like I said, Hispaniola was the first place that Columbus landed and later became the Dominican Republic. And, you know, that's why so many places that aren't Spain speak Spanish, like enti- like entire continents and, and, and futures that have been changed off the whims of greedy white men. And like, you know, we now think of the United States and like everywhere I go, I live on Long Island. There's like so many fucking white people. And like, I don't have a problem with white people existing, but it's just wild to see them like just, I don't know, out here living their best lives like they're supposed to be here. You know what I mean? Like, I know that sounds extreme, but like, you're not. Like, they're, you know, your ancestors in one way or another have fucking changed everything. Most of the people who live on this continent should look like indigenous peoples. They shouldn't look like Europeans and European descendants. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, obviously there's nothing you can do to change that. You can't undo that. You know, but you can acknowledge a lot of stuff. You can acknowledge history and you can acknowledge, you know, trying to live a better life and a more inclusive one where you help people of, of, of all backgrounds. And you could change the, you know, the future for the better, I think. You know, but it's, it's just wild, you know, like... I'll just see, like, you know, a group of construction workers, all white guys, you know, with their union jobs and stuff, like, you know, which, whatever, I'm sure they earned it and lived a life and they work fucking hard every day, you know, but they'll, like, they're just completely unaware of the fact that, like, the the blood that just that simple and good life is built on. There are people whose descendants never got to live that life. You know, so once again, like just seeing a white person be like, oh, that's perfectly natural for, for us to be the majority here. <laughs> Anytime they see something that's not like white normative, they, they get all freaked out about it. And it's like, you're not the fucking norm. It's weird that you think that you don't fucking belong here. So we can play this over again when I actually end up running for office and use it to strike all my chances down. Um, or... I get that POC vote, baby. <laughs> I could do that too. Um, but yeah, that is actually going to be it for this week. I don't believe we have any new reviews. I can always search it up though. Let's do it. Confirm. There are no new reviews. Uh, but I'm going to do my best to update the show notes and sources this weekend and see about getting some video up on uh, the YouTube channel and, uh, and Facebook page as well. So for those of you who only listen there for some reason... Um, hopefully you enjoy this recent slew of episodes we're throwing at you. And for those of you who sat through the entire episode, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It means a lot that whatever I have to say made it to your ears in the first place, whether or not you heed it or think it's important. Um, but remember, you can uh, listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can rate and review us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts which would help us quite a bit. Find us on YouTube. You can find us on Twitter at PolitipopPod, Instagram at PolitipopPodcast, and you can always email us at PolitipopCast at gmail.com to let us know your 
opinions, I guess, because we want them, supposedly. Uh, you can find those show notes and sources I mentioned at politipoppodcast.wordpress.com. And a special thanks to all of you sexy listeners out there and uh, all of you intelligent listeners. It should be all of you. You can be both at the same time. Intelligence is sexy. All of you listeners out there, and to Antonia Hava for logo design. For the Politipop Podcast, I've been Mike Booch. And remember, no matter what you're reading, watching, listening to, taking in, take care of yourselves and each other. And never stop thinking, never stop learning, and always remember to read between the lines. And scene? Oh, it felt weirdly natural. <laughs>